What's up, guys? Stash here. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Just me and my friend Parker. We talk a lot about life events and what's going on with us, and I think you guys really enjoy it. Enjoy. All right, Parker, what you been up to, man? Oh, dude, you know, same old, same old. Can't even complain. Uh, freaking working and going to school, this online shit. Yeah, Sucking. man, how, how's COVID treating you? Oh, dude, COVID is a burden on my life. Shit sucks. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that on anybody. Oh, I mean, I've tried yeah. to, I tried to get COVID actually. Like, Did you my really? Friend, I swear on my life, my friend, he got COVID, and I was hanging out with him the other day. Well, it was about three weeks ago, and I sat there and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go over and try and get it because I didn't get it at all this summer or anything. And I was in the hot spots up north, and so I was like, okay, let me go over. And we went over and we started smoking. And I never got it. Him and his girl both got it. His brother got it. His brother's ex-girlfriend got it. Everybody got it, but I didn't get it. And so I think I'm, like, immune. Damn, I think so, too. You know, I have this theory, and I've been telling my mentor this. He's, like, 64. And uh, I I saw a meme on Instagram that says sex kills or sex prevents coronavirus. (laughs) So I've been living by that motto. And I've been telling him that because he's all cooped up in his house ever since it started. I said, dude, you got to get out, man. And I've been and uh, I remember right when like the first thing happened, it was probably like what March is when it really hit the U.S. pretty hard. Yeah, I remember spring break. I was partying hard. I was at the busiest bars. May or may not have been some uh, other females involved to to attempt or to. uh boost my chances of spreading the virus shit that was all the way through summer man it was it wasn't until i know my birthday was after august when they really shut everything down so i mean you look at eight cents you look at five months of straight partying bars meeting people close body interactions and and plus my job my job selling boats at bass pro i see thousands of people a day that day and and at the time when it when there uh it was at its peak but we didn't have masks no one gave yeah. a fuck about a mask and no i was shaking, about that shaking hands and making deals and i probably have some of the most body contact information or contact anybody's ever had yeah and i still haven't had it yet exactly i mean i was up north and i was working as valet up in rhode island and at this resort which is like it's a hot spot for like Boston and New York and like uh, Maine. They all come over to this resort called Ocean House. We go out there and we were cleaning the cars, but like on God, like some of these guys coming out of the cars weren't even wearing masks and nobody was really caring. But like us being the workers, we had to wear a mask. Yeah. And dude, never even like felt sick or anything. We didn't have one case of Corona like the whole summer. And I was up there for four months, I think. And nothing. You didn't hear like damn word about it. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't I don't really I'm believe ready for it. this shit to end. Dude, yeah, this shit too, be going man. way too long. Me too. I've been in a fucking boxing Cuba. Today makes a week. <laughs> and I what oh, I don't got. I got another week. Oh shit. Uh, another week in the box. I don't come home until uh probably June or July. Dang. But uh Yeah, I don't get it, man. I had two COVID tests before I showed up. Um they do these thermostat shit, and everyone had to test negative on the plane for COVID, so it's not like there was yeah. the potential chance for getting at someone on the plane, and 
I'm still in this fucking box, and I don't fucking you get the get anal swab. No, I got the uh, <laughs> the China anal swab. <laughs> no, fuck that shit. They're trying to. Uh, I was just talking to a guy. That's why I was late. I was getting Russian intel, and also what I do when I get out of here. And uh, he said, first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna go to this building. You're gonna get a key card to your room, and they're gonna ask you if you want to take the COVID vaccine. I said, fuck no. Put me on the no list right now. I ain't taking that. Yeah, I ain't taking that. I think there's, what is it? What's that thing called when they have like aborted baby cells or something? It's like a religious oh, purpose. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called, but it's like you can say that. And for religious purposes, you don't have to get the vaccine. I mean, if I survive so long now, I mean, hands down, everybody else getting the vaccine, but my ass ain't going to get that shit. Yeah. I, don't... I, ain't, I ain't about, I believe COVID was a thing at one point for a couple of weeks for sure, but for, for it to sure. still because this girl i was talking to she she had it and she said she lost her taste and smell and like weird shit and stuff like that and i was like okay well that seems like a potential covid thing but to go on for next month will be a year year exactly i ain't, I ain't believing it man plus plus with all the deaths that you you see like go back to like ebola and when the um Oh, what was that pig disease that went out? Swine uh, flu. Swine flu. flu. That shit was, killed. Was it H1N1 flu or something? Or I don't remember. The, I remember as a kid, swine flu deaths. I remember as a kid being in like middle school or whatever. And everyone, I was freaking out. I was like, I don't want to get this shit. I don't want to die yeah. and shit like that. But nobody, no hand sanitizer as soon as you walk into every building. <laughs> No face no, mask. Dude, it Nothing. was an election year, too. That's what it is, man. It always happens yep. in election year. That's yep. I, I think, I, okay, I, flu deaths for swine flu were like 284,000. Yeah, that's what I just read. That's crazy. And uh, and it's weird, man. The, it seems like the rest of the country has it under control. But for some reason, America doesn't have it under control. Yeah, man, and they always blame people without the masks. Yep. Oh, yep. it's always like, oh, it's not you guys. It's you guys doing this. It's like, bro, no, shut the fuck up, man. Yep. Like, oh my god, you get those fucking Karens when you're at a Walmart or something. And I mean, I don't wear a mask. Granted, I go into Walmart, I don't wear a mask because I live in Polk County. That's fucking as red yep. as you can get, probably in the state of Florida. But um get these ladies, they just give you the dirtiest look, and it's like, bro, if you're so fucking worried, like. Just walk away. Like I, I don't know. Stay home if you're that worried. I'm not. Yeah, I remember when when it still happened or it started to happen, and uh, when the mask thing started to happen, and uh, these moms would come in with their kids, and they'd come up to me like, "That person's not wearing a mask. Like, what do you want me to do about it? Either if you're if you're so feared of getting it, don't leave your home." It was your choice to leave your home. Exactly. So you're going to take that risk. You said whatever I need is worth the potential of getting COVID and then whatever consequences come with that. So I'm yeah. over, man. Uh, I'm ready to move on from it, man. It's yeah. If this goes into like a year two and like say next fall, this shit is still going on, dude. I'm going to lose my like my because everything getting moved online school and all that stuff i mean me i'm not smart how how it comes in the first place but for me to do online school it's like 
a pain in the ass. I can't even stare at a screen for more than five seconds without like looking at my phone or like. Oh, you do the virtual stuff, dude. I hate it so much. Oh man, I do. I made sure this semester. Well, this semester I didn't have a choice, but uh, was it summer and spring? I made sure my classes were non-mandatory meetings. (laughs) So my my uh, guidance counselor, whatever dude, was picking helping me pick my classes and he's like yeah i got this this and this and i was like well it looks like all three of those choices have mandatory uh zoom meetings which i will not be attending so come up with something else exactly mine just have like weekly check-in so like you just do a small little quiz and like it's five points and it's like everything is on like she gives uh weekly checkouts all my classes do that so like i don't have to i can go do them whenever i want it's great it's great until like I have to take a test and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even look over the material. I just didn't yeah. check. The the issue I have with these online classes is I'm not smart either. I'm dumb as fuck. <laughs> and so when I started seeing community college, I took I did a full year of in class. And yeah. then my second or my uh was it sophomore year, I took a full time job and I was like, Well, I'll figure out how to do it online. I did it online. Never have I ever made straight A's in my entire life. And so I got straight A's in that, and I was like, this is the shit. I don't know why I didn't do this earlier. Fuck this going to class bullshit, because you actually have to learn the material. You actually have to take the test, shit like that. Online, I'm doing it now. I literally have my module up on one portion of my screen, uh, the fucking chapter book on another portion, and then my test in the middle, and I just... Copy and paste the words. I copy. I have. I'm taking six classes. I have five A's, two B's right now. If I last semester or the last semester we had where we actually could go on campus, I think I had one A, two B's, two C's. Yeah, I'm like a C average student. That's me. Yep. Yep. I can never. And I get a B, I'm like, yo, I put in the work. Yep. When I get a B, I'm like, I earned that shit. When I got an A. I was like, I don't know how I did. The participation must be 50% of the class. But my grandma, my grandma would ask about it because I told her about it. And I was like, yeah, I do classes online now, so I, I have more free time. And uh, she's like, well, how do you think your learning is? And I was like, grandma, I don't learn shit. I don't learn. I literally <laughs> Google the, the answers. I, <laughs> I Google the answers. I don't once touch that book to actually read it to learn material and exactly it's just a piece of paper i'm getting so as long as as long as i get above 3.0 on that piece of paper i'm pretty happy and i don't That's care how i gotta do it no one's gonna ask any questions regardless nope. if i have that piece of paper exactly and, oh and that God. piece of paper is only good for your first job once you get the first yeah. job what's in the door so they're like okay you got work experience yeah. there you go fuck that piece of paper exactly that's always how it goes Yep. Oh my God. Like my brother, he's a marketing major right now and he just got a job at like this millennial, millennial marketing in Tampa and he loves it. And I was like, I was talking to him. I was like, dude, like he's like, yeah, I just got my foot in the door and now I'm good. And I don't even think they checked really his, uh, what is it? His fucking bachelor's in there or anything. He's just like a personable guy. And I feel like that's all you have to be personable. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But well, let's uh I guess let's go back in time. I noticed on your Snapchat story you it seemed that you're pretty into the uh uh debates and election and everything like that. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, dude. Nah, man. I, I let me dive in this shit real quick, bro. You're gonna tell me this old motherfucker Joe Biden, old Joe, sleepy fucking Joe, is gonna beat Donald Trump? I'm just saying, dude. Voter enthusiasm was off the charts for Trump, and you're gonna tell me that old fuck that can't make one sentence is gonna beat this dude? Like, it's absolutely astounding to see this shit happen in real life. Cause like in the back of our heads, we're all thinking, yo, they're gonna fucking cheat. They're gonna win, and then. Well, they do. They fucking cheat and they win. And there's proof that it's happening. But the judges in these circuit courts don't approve anything or don't like allow the evidence to go through because they're Democrats. And it's just stupid. The whole fucking system's rigged. I think I think big tech is rigged. And I'm like, I sound like a like you one of those right wing fuckheads like, oh, (laughs) big tech and everything. I mean, but I don't care, bro. If you got to open up your eyes, especially the Wall Street thing. If uh, which we'll, I want to dive into that later, but like, yeah, we'll get everything's, into that. everything's freaking rigged right now, and it just sucks. But you know what are you gonna do? It's just one voice in a small freaking, I mean, a big world, small voice. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say. See, I, I like talking to people because I'm one of those guys who I think I'm probably registered as a Republican, but like I'll listen to both parties. If exactly. You got, if you got two, if you got something really good and something evidence that you can back up and support, like just because yeah. you're a blue side or a red side doesn't mean I'm going to discriminate. It's kind of like exactly. race. Like, like yeah. I don't think it should matter. Um, but like, I I have these friends that like, like my friend Ryan. He's a nurse at Gainesville, and I saw him share this thing on instagram of biden that has this 100 day mask thing that's yeah. gonna make COVID go i'm thinking i i don't like to argue about it on social media so i was just thinking in my head like if we've been wearing a mask for six months now what is another 100 days gonna do exactly. i don't get yeah. it and then i i start look like i'm a business owner so like i was paying i think it's like 30 32% taxes uh, for sole proprietorship. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at Biden's tax rates and it's like 52% now, like 20, 20% more increase. 20%. Like I don't, I don't understand how people can just give away that money. No. And then you look at whatever that, uh, that stimulus thing was, how we were spending multi-million dollars on foreign countries. Like Af- Iran or Afghanistan got several hundred Ge- million gender, gender studies. What are you gender kidding studies. me? Boys and girls have been on this planet for fucking fucking mil- I don't know how many years. I'm not gonna say it because I don't know, but I it's been a fucking long time. And I think we've got the technology to figure out if you got a dick, you're a boy. If you got a vagina, you're a girl. I don't I don't really have too much of a comment on the transgender thing, but I don't understand it. And so and the rigging thing and that kind of shit, like I got to go to therapy now because because it gets me so whacked up about it. Like, yeah. I don't understand how this country is so diverse. Exactly. And, like, the thing is that the media really does push a narrative. Because yes. think about it. Black Lives Matter. That If you look at the statistics of airtime for every news station, it spiked over in 2016 heading into 2017 election. And it did the same thing this year or, yeah, this past year as well. And then what did Joe Biden do? He fucking kicked the boot for Black Lives Matter. I mean, not like said, oh, we'll give you this. We'll help you out. And then what he hasn't been in contact really with them, which is amazes me that people are so fucking stupid and they yep. still believe like everything's going to be OK. Everything's going to work. It's like, dude, they're just baiting bait and switch. That's what they're doing with the stimulus, too, right now. They're not going to get yep. a stimulus check. And it's just 
over time people need to learn but everybody is entitled and i think it all comes down to patriotism because in this country right now we have zero like the bare zero. minimum of patriotism and it sucks like after was it 9-11 like everybody came together and everything like that osama bin laden got killed you remember like when they aired it i think it was the phillies game phillies and cubs i'm not sure but um everyone's dancing in the streets you know osama bin laden just got killed and like that's the thing that needs to come back bro patriotism because uh, you should be yeah. proud to live in this fucking country i tell my pete my friends all the time is that as shitty as it sounds a nine eleven needs something along that lines needs to happen yeah, it because sounds super shitty, but it's something. Ab- it seems like something about in humans' blood is we have to fight. There's just something yeah. about it, and we're not really we're not in a war like we used to be overseas. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like, all right, what are we gonna do now? All right, we're gonna fucking fight each other. No, that's not that's how right. a fucking country works. Up. Yeah, I know, and. Like, it's a uh, civil war is coming if something doesn't yeah, happen soon, as exactly. sad as it is. Exactly. But, I'm like, oh, this just shit just needs to change. Yep. I'm waiting for uh, my theory is who's the vice president lady? Uh, Kamala Harris. She's gonna, she's gonna deem Joe Biden incompetent mm-hmm. and take over in communism. 25th amendment and then yeah bro she slept her way to the top over in california i think San i don't Francisco. doubt it bro I don't uh, doubt it. they're gonna yeah i give it like six months, six months yeah one good thing uh i'm looking forward to being over here out of the countries is to hopefully get away from all the politics and stuff like that because yeah. and social media too because i'm not a big politics guy and i try and stay off social media because I try not let that control me, but it's just something a topic that everyone can pitch in on. And I tell people all the time, like I get people that swipe up on my Snapchat stories when I share my podcast and and they almost like get offended about it. And I'm like, please come on. I'm yeah, I'm not Let's against it. You know? Exactly, exactly. Like again, I'm that guy. If you got a good idea, if you got evidence to support it, please come on and inform me and tell me because I don't really do a whole lot of research. Uh, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And I, I love hearing somebody's thoughts on it as long as you can support it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it's like you just can't get mad. That's the thing with, like, the left. And some right some right wings. Like, I have a, a friend named Ryan, and, like, he has some, like, stats and some, like, truth behind what he's saying. But he just gets flustered and frustrated, like, whenever, like, a left or, like, a Democratic person ends up talking. And it's just like – Bro, let him talk, let him dig a hole, and then, like, you got him in the hole, you know? It's not like you don't even have to go after them because they're just going to get caught up in their words. Because in the end, you can always backfire with, like, if you're a factual person, then, yeah, you can do that. But Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you listened to the, not the most recent podcast, but the podcast before, one of my rugby guys, he was on my Instagram telling me about... Yeah, I can't uh, believe you fucking played rugby, bro. Dude, that... <laughs> I... I'm in a slump in my mental state because I don't have rugby right now. Oh, I, dude. I, start a league down in Cuba. Get the boys together. I'm going to need to, man. Like, I didn't think I'd get that involved into it, but just something about it, like, really got me going. And then when it when they took it away from me in the spring, I was like, or it's the fall, I was like, okay, I can kind of live with it. Like, I got the boat, you know, I got hunting in, in uh, yeah. Georgia and Texas. I can keep myself occupied. And then I start seeing my boys start, uh, cause, uh, like, 
you know how like baseball's a spring sport, football's a yeah, fall yeah. sport. Well, like right now is when rugby starts up. And so I got all these boys like posting their uh rec league photos and shit yeah. like that. And I'm like I was like, This is really this is really bothering me a lot. Yeah. And so Started, I'm ready. Man. Put no, it up. Prob- no motherfucker probably knows how to play rugby around here. Teach him. <laughs> you probably I, I will, got some dude from the islands out there from Hawaii. He's big bulky motherfucker ready to slam <laughs> some people around. <laughs> He's ready. <laughs> Just need rug- you to say something. Rugby is the fucking shit, man. I love that fucking sport. Yeah, but uh but yeah, the one of my rugby friends I um it was a meme of uh Camilla Harris and Biden were like uh the same people that say we don't need guns to defend ourselves or using 20,000 armed troops to defend them and whatever. Yeah. And he swiped up and he was like, they never said they were against guns. And so I pulled out the facts and I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm open to hear your argument. And he didn't really have an argument. So I was kind of exactly. like, I was like, well, I hope you didn't vote for Biden because you don't do research, but to each his own. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. Um, I get a lot of people that I, like when the debates were going on, and even when I post stuff on my Instagram story, they swipe up and like they just come in and just they say a nasty thing, and they don't even like they're like, "Oh, you're racist for voting." And it's just like you know that shit doesn't bother me at all. I mean, it is what it is. If you're that like weak-minded to say I'm racist because I'm yep. voting for someone, like come on, man. And that that's just an easy write-off statement exactly. too. Like, like I think it's the the whole racism thing just needs to be thrown out and i think i talked about in the last podcast was i believe granted it was only 50 years ago so it wasn't that long ago but i feel like the generation like our generation and the generation we're raising right now like this is the time to throw away racism like obviously put put it in the books because history repeats itself if you don't learn it but to live in a world where like I feel like when we when I grew up, we racism really wasn't a thing. Like yeah, my no. my parents yeah. talked about it some. My grandparents definitely talked about it some. But I don't remember going to school and being like, "You're black, I'm white, we're diverse," or yeah, you know, you wear like, a blue we... shirt, I wear a red shirt, we're diverse. Exactly. Like I don't remember. I remember in fifth grade, I had a best friend. He was black. I remember his name. He moved away, and I was the only kid crying in my fifth grade class. Cause my best friend moved away and I didn't care what his skin color was. And still to this day, I'm like that. It's, it's just like crazy because I feel like if you, I mean, granted I was born in 1990, not or 1998. uh, But, um, I say the nineties all the way up, maybe the 95, all the way up to like 2010 or something. Like I never like heard of race or anything. And then like it got political, politicalized and everything. It's actually a weapon, dude. Like they use that everywhere you go. Like, and it sucks, man. Morgan Freeman said it perfectly. He said, um, I think it was on CNN like a couple of years back. And it was like, uh, John, what's his name? Lennon or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. The host for that. He was like, uh, what do you think about racism? And he's like, well, we just got to stop talking about it. And it was like, as like shitty as that sounds, like he's kind of right. I mean, stop talking about it, but like stop throwing it in people's faces. Cause like the more like if, cause if you don't have all the facts on the story, someone that's like like of a certain uh, race is going to get offended because they're not treated the right way. And it's if you keep on pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, they're going to get like kind of rattle- radicalized. And it's, it sucks. It sucks. And yeah, I just, it's just, 
Let's play it's on the playground together, it, baby. Exactly. It's a card that needs to stop being pulled, and we need to inform people wh- back in the day why it was so bad. And now yeah. it's something like I judge people off their character and what they wear. If yeah. you if you walk around like you're a hood rat with your neck tattoos, sagging pants, you know, damn near to your knees and shit like that. Yeah, I'm gonna judge you and think whether you're white, black, Asian, like, yeah. Mexican. I'm gonna think you're a gangbanger. I don't. Yeah. If you get near me, I will I will be close to my gun. Yeah. And you know, call that uh, was it? I judge fucking e boys too. Fucking TikTok yeah. e boys, man. They are gay as shit. Yeah, I don't get. <laughs> I and, don't and give a fuck. Even even like running around Tampa and stuff like that. Like even when I run into the frat boys, whether you're white, black, Asian, whatever. Yeah. When I see you, I'm like, okay, this guy's gonna come up or come around me and probably try and flex on me. No, I don't think he's gonna rob me, but he's probably gonna talk about. Money that he says he has when really it's his daddy's or, yeah. you know, check out this car, you know, whatever. So, yeah, unless I you think, tell me otherwise, approve otherwise. That's exactly. Not- exactly. And some people some people get that perception off of me. And I'm like, look, man, I'm open to, like I said, talk to anybody like, yeah, I yeah. just depending time of year. I probably dress like a preppy boater guy because that's what I do. But I'm not going to come up to you and be like, hey, check out this two hundred thousand dollar boat. I just yeah. got. Hey, check out this truck that I got. I'm not going to exactly. do that. I'm going to be like, hey, let's go out on the boat together. Let's have a good time. That's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. Let's talk about this Wall Street, man. Like, I'm completely – I don't know shit about it. I didn't get on any of the the hype. I'm on Robinhood, which I'm going back and forth on if I should use it or not. But I don't even take on it. I I don't use uh, Robinhood at all. For some reason, I got restricted on it, like 2008. 18 but i do long-term investing like on stash which is honestly kind of an ass uh app but i just downloaded public which is uh kind of like robin hood so i haven't used it yet but to dumb it down honestly i like i wrote it out so like GameStop, it's been going down ever since you know like covid and all the games are accessible on like ps5 network or, or ps4 network or whatnot and so um Basically, stock went down and all the hedge funds were betting that the stock would continue to decrease. And these fucking boys on Reddit were like, let's skyrocket that shit to the moon. So they lose money. So when they borrow, I think, what is it? They borrow the money, sell, and then basically you borrow the money, you sell or you sell high and you buy back low and keep the amount of stock that's fallen for yourself. So they're trying to do that. And that shit gets skyrocketed to the moon. So they're losing money and they have to buy more and more. And eventually... Robinhood shut all that shit down, which is really big tech is fucked for that because you know Robinhood they do what is it? Robinhood stole from the rich, gave to the poor, right? Yeah. And so they're basically fucking everybody that's using their app, and it really, really is crazy. I mean, I dove into AMC right before it uh, jumped, and I put in I think it was I put in fifty bucks, and I sold for a hundred and. 80 180 which i mean i sold out because i was just i wasn't trying to ride it i wasn't because a lot of these people which i think i'd get a lot of hate for is they want to ride it and just make the hedge funds keeps on putting pumping cash into it and i did i was like man i'm just trying to get a quick buck here and so i went in dropped it got my money got out and then um i put it in the nokia and then i bought it at five bucks it went up to like 6.7 or something like that 6.1 6.5 and then it just plummeted. So I'm like, I'm lost on that. So it's kind of like, well, that's what I get for pulling out of AMC. Yeah. But honestly, um, 
I, I think the whole stock market and what they're doing, like restricting the buys um, on the stocks is really like kind of messed up because, I mean, all these these Wall Street people make millions of dollars, millions of dollars. So why not like your average Joe be able to make, you know, thousands of dollars off these stocks? And it's really yeah. like worse. The small guy, the small guy needs like a booster, a booster, especially during these times, man. If you just want to throw like a thousand dollars into GameStop when it's low and then you like triple your profit or something like that, like then do it. You shouldn't be restricted. And honestly, it's just it's the way the world is nowadays. People are scummy and they're fucking scummy and they don't, they don't deserve the title to work on wall street for that. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I'm not a big, big stock. I got into it during, uh, uh, I got into it. So my first, first share was bought in May just to get in with the COVID times. Cause I know that shit was hurting yeah. everybody. So like, uh, like Delta and all like every you travel hit, agency yeah. you could find, I fucking got on it. And yeah, that's uh, what I did. I'm, I'm at to this minute right now. I'm at 88 percent in profit. 80, let me check mine real quick. I don't even because so. I bought into the airlines and the cruise lines right when like it plummeted, and it was it's making a comeback. I think even Spirit Airlines is coming is making a comeback. So yeah. I'm on a hold on. Let's see. I'm on a 61 percent change plus 61. So like. Yeah, and then even Barcel Gaming. What is it? Pen Pen. Yeah, I was just about to Dude. say my friend, my friend Ethan. He's been tr- he's been telling me about these like power companies. He's big in investing those, and he's like telling me yeah. what to invest in and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, like, like I I don't invest into the companies because I'm not trying to dump too much money into the stock yeah. market. But th- my friend Ethan makes bank, so he he puts a lot of money into the stocks. And I'm like, look, man, if you're looking at long term. Every every gambling site you can imagine, you have to get in on. I said I'm on yeah. DraftKings. I'm I'm in the DraftKings stock. That thing skyrocketed. I said um, Barstool with Peng Peng Gaming. Uh, it was the week they were launching Detroit. And I yeah. said, look, man, like get in on this. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm putting my money into better things. And I was like, I'm telling you, man, like you're not. It's not a day trader. It's not a week trader. Dude, I said, I put give it, it, let it sit. Right. Give it several months. I said, look, it was a year ago. Uh, they just hit their one year mark when Barstool, uh, teamed up with Penn. And once, once that first initial Penn launch, it just boom skyrocketed. And then I started watching the market. I wasn't invested. I was just watching to see what happened. I said, look, with the Barstool GoFundMe, which I'm a huge, I don't actually support huge into thing. it, but. When I, I watch uh, David Portnoy's uh, Instagram Video. TV things, yeah. I literally tear up every single time. Exactly, it, man. It's, it's fucking giving money amazing. Back to people. Exactly. It's amazing. It's something that the government could never do. It's something that the community needs. And it just really, it touches me to help other people because that's what I like to do. And so I'm a big supporter in him and what he's doing. And I'm telling my friend Ethan, I was like, look, man, millions of dollars are about to get supported into this fund and it's through Penn teaming up with Detroit. I said, this is a huge, whether it stays or not, the publicity is going to be there. And so, you know, you buy right before they launch. Yeah. I guarantee you, you can make a quick buck. If you're looking to make a quick buck just off the weekend because of, of what they're, what they're doing. And so I tell everybody, I said with, especially with COVID, like it skyrocketed because these people with gambling addictions, I don't have one, but I know some people who do 
that they got to get that itch. And with casinos at the time being shut down and stuff like that, you look at like Bovada I use. They have fucking virtual horse racing. I do that when I'm bored just to fucking pass the time. You did that in the back of the class when we were... Yeah, yeah. You're just betting on horses. Yeah, (laughs) they have virtual horse racing, car racing. I do that shit when I'm bored. Uh, They have like actual virtual poker and shit like that. I said, any, any online gambling site you can get on now's the time to do it and it's something that's going to go off even more because you yeah. look at FanDuel, DraftKings, uh, Barstool you it's only right now there's a few west coast cities but right now it's like that upper eastern yeah uh, United States that has all them legalized so once once a couple other states start picking up to it soon you're going to start seeing Georgia, Florida, Alabama, you'll see Texas, you'll see Oklahoma, you're going to see these these big states and it's it's gonna be a fifty state thing yeah. within the next ten years, I imagine. It definitely will. Uh, there's no reason because the demand of it is gonna just go so high. Because exactly. I remember my friend when the first barstool came out where you could only bet in Pennsylvania. He's like, "What the hell?" He's like, and I was like, "Dude, you can only do it if you like a resident in Pennsylvania or like." So I think it was yeah. And yeah. he's like, "This is fucking stupid." I mean, I have a bookie. I don't gamble anymore. I got out just because COVID like absolutely demolished all my like simple-minded bets i don't know what it was but covid just ruined everything for me on that so i cold turkey stopped not even betting on the super bowl really i think i think a a large portion i think the fans really have to do something about it because like i was not that i'm a a big profit turner in gambling but you know i can hold my own pretty well and then once covid stopped and then covid stopped everything and everything picked up i'm like okay like in hockey, I'm a big hockey mm-hmm. better. And so when I was watching the playoffs that just happened, I was sitting there, I was like, these guys, the thing with hockey is it's a rhythmatistic, I don't know if that's a fucking word, but it's sport. They, it's a, you yeah. get in the tempo of doing it. Unlike football where you play one day and then you have you know four to six days off. Hockey mm-hmm. is usually at every other day. And so um, these guys, you know, they had – off for the season they did the first half of their season then they go on this three-month break and then they pick up right straight into the playoffs and i'm like this this is not the same hockey and yeah it's it's not and my thought process to it was okay when this happens when you go on a long break and you start the season again usually these guys are playing for longevity you can Mm -hmm. find the teams that play get hot right off the start and then you can find the teams that play longevity well, when the break happened and they went straight into playoffs, I was like, this is a sprint. There's no marathon. Yeah. So it was really hard to, to try and remember, you know, how were the teams performing at the beginning yeah. of the season and stuff like that. And I thought the Coyotes were going to make it far, but they didn't really make it that far. Yeah, they're, uh, they're a big – I was actually just watching them last night. They beat the, uh, the St. Louis Blues, and I was thinking, I was like, man, the Yotes are a big – I'm a big Yotes guy just because they're uniforms – and uh and uh paul bissonette i love that dude on spitting chicklets on barstool and i said they're a big underdog sleeper but they're right now they're a wild card team and they just lost a big player over the over the off season so i'm not sure how they'll do but i am a yotes fan and uh but watching hockey now it's so weird not having fans it really is and the I think the crazy thing is that like the artific- artificial noise that they that they have, yep. like so like uh, they pick up the tempo. Say basically, if we're on the offensive side, 
like the noise will just go crazy and then that makes the players play harder and then it slows down the noise slows down and then they slow down so i feel like sometimes they control the pace of the game which is really kind of shitty because it should be the fans controlling the pace of the game and not them yep oh, i got plug in my damn charger yeah it's crazy i'm ready to i'm ready to get sports back i was gonna buy season exactly. tickets too for the lightning i'm on this wait yeah. list and then nice. uh, and the lady was like yeah due to covid we had a lot of dropouts so you'll probably get it on this season if it opens up i was like all right cool then this deployment shows up and i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do with these season tickets and then Fortunately, I guess in my interest, like they're not selling tickets right now. So I'm yeah. like, well, I'll just keep my money on the wait list. And that way, when things are back to normal, I'll, I'll get better seats. But yeah, what do you think about the Super Bowl, though? I wanted Blake on here, man. I, I, I got on to him last night and because uh, I told him you were coming on. And I sent him, you know, basically the itinerary or what I sent you of what I'd like yeah. to talk about. And he's like, there's no sports. And I was like. It's fucking Super Bowl weekend. Of course, we're going to it's, talk about sports. Dude, I'm telling you, Tom Brady for the win. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm, like, fucking excited. It's in Tampa. I'm actually going to Tampa tonight. Um, I was going to go Sunday, but my friend, he's got to work. So we're going out tonight. We're going to go party out in Tampa, hopefully run into some football players, you know. I'm going to, like, but Super Bowl, bucks all the way. Patrick Mahomes probably throws for three touchdowns. Tom Brady throws for five. It's going to be a fucking shootout. I'm telling you, the defenses, they're good defenses, but I just think so much offense right now. With the fans in there, I and I swear to God, if they don't use the cannons on the bus. They're not. They're not. What? That's why not, That's why I wanted Blake on here. Are you uh, kidding me? No, I'm, I'm being dead ass. There's several articles. Look it up. The Bucks are not – I'm not sure. I didn't read the article. That's I just read the stupid, headlines. Bro. It's. I think it's by Tampa's Choice. Not to use the cannons to keep it a neutral playing field. Fuck that. Fuck that, man. It's That's you're what in I Super said. Bowl at your home stadium. You use that shit. You rally you the crowd. You earn that you, shit. Exactly, man. You, shit ain't given. Every team has the potential of playing in their home stadium. Whether exactly. you execute or not is up to you, but... That's why I wanted Blake on here. I wanted his opinion about it, but he bitched out and he said he didn't want to podcast. <laughs> he said he didn't want to podcast till after the Super Bowl. I said, "All right, Sunday midnight, whenever it's over." He said, <laughs> "Right after, no. jump I, on." I said, "I want, I want the fresher emotions. I want to see you crying on on this podcast." Oh man, my friend said he's gonna get a tattoo on his ass. Um, oh man, I told him, I told him to get a Tom Brady's face with like a Buccaneer sign on the side, but <laughs> I don't think, I don't think he's gonna do it. He he's been saying he's gonna shave his head, he's gonna do all this if they win. It. It's like okay, bro, you know. What? Last uh, last Stanley Cup when the uh, was it? Not the so, one they won, but the one before when they got swept. Swept I, by oh my uh, god. The Blue Jackets, six yeah. Which, something about that team. I don't know, even in the regular season, like, uh, all my friends are always like, yeah, we're going to beat them because they suck. And I'm like, man, like, if you really watch them play, like, something about that team we just struggle with. I don't know what it is. And we can we can kick ass on every other team, but something about the Blue Jackets is weird. But that, that playoff, when uh, they got swept, I was telling my friends, I said, I'll get a Stanley Cup with the lightning tattooed on my butt if they win. Oh man, lucky for you they didn't win. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking about that the other day because I was looking at my tattoo. It goes my leg sleeve goes to my hip, and on yeah. my side cheek. And I was thinking, I was like, man, 
Because if I got the tattoo, it would have gone on my right cheek. And I was thinking, I said, how would this look if I just had a, a $60 shop minimum Stanley Cup tattoo on my butt cheek? And then right next to it, a couple inches, you just got this fucking massive-ass shark with the sun rays <laughs> coming down, a fucking $10,000 tattoo right next to it. So how would that look? Uh, Everyone would be like, what happened here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have probably uh, probably told my artist, "Hey, come up with something to put it on to cover it up, and just have a whole cheek with <laughs> something else." Oh man, it's gonna be like a shark holding the Stanley Cup in its mouth. Yeah, yeah. man, man. Well, uh, talk about your Rhode Island thing, man. I was I was really confused when when I saw it. Is that something that you travel? every summer or yeah so um basically my friend we work at this place called uh, mountain lake about two years ago and we're up there working um it's kind of like a country club but it's like holds the maxwells the rockefellers um it's like really old money um in lake wales and a new gm came in liam really nice guy he's british and um so he he knew a property up in the northeast where we could go work, make some more money. But his idea was to get the um the foreigners to come work down there. So he was sending us up there as like a recon or a like to get the word out about Mount Lake, like, oh, you should come here. It's really nice. You should come work. Um, so we went up there, we made a lot of friends. I did a lot of stuff, like I would never do it. And I I that was my first time like by myself uh from home. And it was fun. I got up there, some old money, made a lot of money, um, went out different places. I went out to this place called Block Island, which is a small island in the middle of the ocean. And I rented, we rented mopeds, just drove around all day, went to the beach, got like fucked up, went to a lighthouse. I remember uh, it was foggy that day and we almost crashed on the mopeds. It was just crazy experience. And like the people you meet, because the people I was hanging out with, they're not like Americans. They're everybody here on a visa. So I was hanging out with South Africans, Romanians, um, Jamaicans, which they oh, make. So the there's best. a lot of foreigners yeah. in Rhode Island. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like oh. the place I was working at. Um, they hire them. And so we live in a housing complex with them. And it was oh. like a three minute walk straight to the beach where these people are paying 75 bucks to park their cars. It's a public beach. And I was like, man, we got the best damn deal. I'm making a lot of money. I'm having the best time of my life and i was like i'm just gonna keep on going back um i was gonna go to mackinac island in michigan but i decided you know like it's not a beach and i like be near a beach i've been in florida near beaches my whole life and living like a three-minute walk to the beach changed my life i was like dude if i just want to go out there for the day spend like 30 minutes and walk back i can do that and i've never had that happen or like accessible for me so i did it and i love it it was fun. Super hot chicks. Oh my God. Like all these girls, I, dude, I, I granted you not, I met at least four chicks that go to UT and they all live in Rhode Island. It's, and it's weird, crazy. man. UT is something about North. Mm -hmm. UT brings in those girls from the North. And I'm just like, this is wild. And they're like, where do you go? I was like, oh, I go to USF. And they're like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Take I me how like, I am. Blake, Blake, his brother goes to UT, and uh, and we talk about how all these northern girls, like I've I've met plenty of UT girls and stuff like that, and I talk to them, and I'm like, how the fuck do you guys know what UT is? Like, 
Like if someone if someone outside of Tampa said I go to UT or I'm going to UT, I would think University of Tennessee or University yeah, of Texas. Exactly. Like how the fuck are you? We're literally at the bottom of the America, and you guys are up north as far as you can get in New York and Boston and shit mm-hmm. like that. And you guys find this small private school, and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna go there." Exactly. Like, like there's this one girl I met probably a year ago, and her whole family chain went to UT. Because I asked her, I was like, "How do you know? How did you find UT?" She goes, "Well, my my cousin went here, so I just decided to go here. Well, my mom also went to UT." And then she had like someone else in her family chain one day. I was like, "What the fuck?" Damn. And I and I and all of her friends. I I met a ton of her friends. Every single one of them was up north, New York. Uh, one was from Iowa. I don't yeah. know how she found UT, but New York, Boston. Uh, Blake's brother, like all of uh his friends, are from the tri-state area up there. I'm like. Why do you guys spend this so much money? And one one girl exactly. told me she's like it costs the same for a public tuition uh in New York, the same as a private tuition down here. And I'm like, "All right. Well, if we're thinking about dollar signs, why don't you just go to a public university down here like USF, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not luxury like like New York, so that's probably why." Yeah, so thank you UT if you're listening. We love the girls you bring yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's almost like they they have a like a a hotness interview you gotta send in headshots in your instagram profile and that whenever you apply to the school yeah i was i remember last year i was at i think it's the kennedy i think that's yeah right down the road from uh mcdenton's so we're down the kennedy and we're all leaving we're getting the uber and this chick's like two of these chicks walked up and they're like hey do you mind dropping us off at ut and i was like oh we had a full car and the uber driver's like nah man you can only fit five in here and I was like, <laughs> fuck and i was like yeah give me a second let me talk to the uber driver i got in i rolled down the windows like ut fucking sucks usf all the way baby and they were like flicking me off when i was driving away me and the uh, uber driver we were laughing about that shit the whole time man i oh. had one of my fucking friends recently before i left uh his name's michael Dude fucking hurled in my Uber <laughs> all over. And he was like, he, I was told, it was some, my rugby friend is how I met him. Uh, his name's Sean. And we were out partying. It was kind of like my going away party. Yeah. And, uh, and so we go out and we just start fucking balls to the walls. We go, we start at McDitton's and somehow we end up in Ebor and then we go back to McDitton's. Well, on the way to Ebor, Sean, well, I guess Sean was asleep in McDitton's, and so, uh, or not Sean, I'm sorry, Mike, Michael, Michael fell asleep in McDitton's, and Sean lives with Michael, and I'm like, dude, Sean, you just can't leave Michael like this, like, you gotta be a boy, you gotta look out for him, man, it's a team sport around here, and uh, Sean's like, no, no, he'll be fine, leave him, and I was like, well, we're going to Ebor, I'm not gonna leave the fucking kid, yeah. the kid needs guidance in his life, so I was like, I'll be the one to guide him in life, and so I was like, Michael, come on, let's go, man, he could, we literally had to carry him to the Uber, and uh, we, maybe five minutes into this Uber, um, all of a sudden, I hear, and I was like, Oh my! I'm sitting in the front seat, and I'm just, I just grab my forehead, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And the Uber driver's like, "What's happening? What's happening?" Shot is like, "Oh, pull over to that gas station right over there for a second. 
and fucking uh, Michael hurled all over himself, and he, he threw up in the seat, and so mm-hmm. it went under his pants, and it looked like he pissed himself. <laughs> oh God! So no. we go we go to Ebor. We're on Ebor for like ten minutes or whatever, and uh, we're like, all right, fuck this. We're going back to to Tampa, and so. We're walking down the strip at Ebor, and uh, I'm I'm super pissed. My night's fucking ruined. I was like, I'm gonna get kicked off Uber. I heard it's a hundred and fifty dollar fine if you throw up in the Uber, blah blah yeah. blah. And so I'm I'm pissed. I'm just ready to go home. But I was like, whatever. I'm gonna hang out until we go home. And so everyone's laughing. I was like, what the fuck are y'all laughing at? And they're like, Stash, come back here. And so Michael walks in front of me, and I turn around with the group, and it literally looks like. Michael pissed himself. I'm talking full blown, and I was like, "Dude, this dude is so fucking drunk. He literally pissed himself." And at the time, I didn't know that it was throw up. I literally, I thought he threw up on the floor of the of the van, and he actually pissed himself. And then Sean was like, "No, no, no, it's it's the way he threw up." And I was like, "Michael, never again are you going out with me ever." And he's yeah. like, "He's like, bro, I'm so sorry." Like. I get paid on Friday. I'll Venmo you the the amount plus interest, blah blah blah. And I was like, Michael, how much money you got? And he goes, he looks at his bank account. And he goes, twelve dollars. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, don't get me wrong. I can pay the fine, whatever. I just want this kid to learn his lesson. But I now have this kid telling me he's gonna give me one hundred and fifty dollars plus interest, and he's got twelve dollars in his account. What is going on? Oh my god! So do, he made it home okay? <laughs> yeah, they 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 made it home. Friday came, and uh, well, the next day actually, I the next morning he texted me. He's like, "Bro, I'm so sorry about what happened. I'll pay you back." Blah blah blah. And so I sent him a, a cash app or Venmo request yeah. or whatever. And he's like, he's like, "Hold the payment off till Friday. That's when I get played." Blah blah blah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I already paid it. First off, I don't have a choice. Second off, I don't have a choice. I have to pay it. Like, I just can't, like, oh, let me wait until Friday. Like, no, that's not how this shit works, guy. <laughs> so I went and paid it, and then a week later, he paid me back. And Okay. He learned his lesson. But after that, I'm like, Michael, you're. I see why Sean leaves him on his own now. <laughs> so, Sean, I'm sorry for oh. doubting you. Michael, you're on your own. I really hope COVID should end because that – I think it was the week after we were out and about and we were in Soho and then just all of a sudden, middle of the night, all the bouncers like, you got to take a seat to get served. I'm like, what? Like everyone's standing around body to body. You got to take us. And fortunately, Sean is cool with one of the bouncers. So he told us before everybody else. And so we Mm -hmm. just like scrammed to a table real fast. And within five minutes, half, half of Soho saloon was empty. You're really? only sitting at a seat, no dance floor. Other half Damn. of people got kicked out. And I'm like, all right, COVID policies, whatever, I get it. But to mandate that, for the city to mandate that in the in the middle of a night, like, come on now. That's a little yeah. fun. So I Just made a vouch. To my, table. Exactly. So I made a vouch to myself. I'm never going back until mass COVID is completely done because I'm tired of bouncing around bars and you one think it's gonna be like that in the super bowl for the week um blake told me the other last week 
he gave me the number on how many people they're allowing. I don't remember the amount. You probably just got to get there early. I don't know. They're going to be pretty spread out because Blake's girlfriend is actually going to the Super Bowl. Oh, dang. She, uh, yeah, listen to the last podcast, man. She she uh works at Tampa General, and so she got free tickets to go. Oh. So she, only, she only gets one ticket. And Blake is a diehard fucking Bucks fan. I was laughing my ass off when I found his girlfriend doesn't watch football at all. And so I was laughing so hard that his girlfriend, the diehard Bucks kid who from day one since he came out of the womb was a Bucks fan. Even in the fucking Josh Freeman oh days, God. the oh, fucking Josh McCown days, all the shitty quarterback days. <laughs> He was diehard Bucks fan, and his girlfriend doesn't watch it at all. And she's going to the Super Bowl, and he's not. <laughs> and she was like, "I would totally give it to you, but it's in my name, so it's either you go or you don't go. There's no uh, exchange, no yeah. reset, no nothing." That sucks. And so Blake was like, "I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at the situation." And meanwhile, <laughs> I was fucking crying, man. That was so funny. Oh my gosh, that's good. So funny. Oh. So I was like, but yeah, I, I think they're only, I think they gave, I don't remember if my numbers are right, like 75,000 first responder workers tickets. Yeah. And then I think another, like double that was actual sell tickets, but I don't know how many, it's definitely not going to be slam packed. And I was wondering, I guess you might have a take on it, thinking about how much money these sports are losing. Oh, a lot. They got to be, I don't, yeah, they got to be losing a ton. I mean, think about it. I don't think they get paid on, well, they do get paid on viewership, but like still like, I think basketball has been in decline for viewership. And I think the NFL as well has been uh, in decline for viewership. So honestly, if that's what they're like basing, like, cause there's barely any fucking tickets being sold. I don't know how they're making money. Exactly. I mean, they I... might have, they got to bring it back or else I, I... feel like they might thought somehow the the sport companies because you know these teams pay into the nhl pay into the nfl and so the company the actual sport they have to be reimbursing these teams somehow i don't yeah it's just not feasible to pay these guys multi-million dollars when probably half of the team's salary comes off season tickets or just tickets in general and then you throw a concession in there, parking, shit like that, merch, stuff like that. So exactly, I would imagine these sports company, sports teams are getting reimbursed by the actual company itself, but I don't know. I yeah. hope. I mean, because honestly, if this continues, dude, there probably not be any sports. I mean, that's why they're doing. Don't they do? Oh well, they did the bubble last season for a bunch of sports. Now yeah. they're not doing any of that, are they? I know with the with the NHL um they're doing they only play in their division now so in the nhl there's four divisions um so basically you know your east coast teams are only playing your east coast teams your canadian teams are only playing canada you know that kind of thing so that's how they're kind of keeping guideline or keeping interactions low but still having teams travel unlike the bubble where they were all just locked in there so absolutely We'll see. But we'll uh, break a news last night. Frostproof. Uh, Donald Trump. Right. Dude, What's up I'm with that? I, I mean, I read a statement on Facebook. Frostproof, um, everybody listen, is a town right 
like legit i live in babson park and which is in the middle of frostproof well is in between frostproof and lake wales and so i think they're doing that just because you know like i said this area is very red i mean and it's kind of funny well not funny but it's um what's the word i'm looking for i don't know but it's uh funny that uh they're doing it on black history month it's oh, like God. You know, <laughs> i didn't even think about like, that and i was like yo this is crazy and there's a statement uh, by one of the frostproof, um, I think councilmen or something like that. It was saying how they were like, Oh, we didn't really realize that it was, uh, what month it came on. And we feel like it might hurt some people's feelings, but I think it was like, we don't apologize or something like that. And I was like, fuck it, dude. I mean, I'm, I love like it, but like making a week out of it or I think, what was it? I think it was first week or something. First week of February. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, it's good. It's fun. I think it's funny because it's just going to piss people off. Yeah. But no one's going to really take it serious. I mean, around here, we've, I think, during uh, the election time, there were so many Trump parades, dude. Crazy. Like, I was I was like, holy shit. There's so many cars, so many motorcycles. And I was like, for a small town like us, I was like, this, damn, damn. I was, <laughs> I was surprised about how many fucking people were out there. And it's, it's working. I like it. I think it's a good thing. But a lot of people are going to think of it as being like an asshole type situation. I don't care. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Just and it's, but it's definitely going to come from people who don't know Frostproof area, don't yeah. know Lake Wells areas, because that's Polk County. That's yeah, it is Polk County all the way. That's that's redneck blood run through and through, and so through and through. And so, yeah. uh, it, if you know the town and stuff like that. I can see why they did it, which I'm not against it. I, I don't know if I would have been like, yeah, let's do it. But <laughs> it's, it is what it is. It is, it is what, it, what is. it is. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so that's, and I saw it's that. Pretty funny, dude. It's funny. I, I think it, I think it's good. I think it's a good idea. And that, I think it was funny how it came out like, Oh, we don't, we forgot what month that it is. It's, uh, yeah. that is that I did catch a glimpse of me. I was like, isn't February black history month. And exactly. we're going to have a quote unquote rape racist president and have a first week of black history month celebrating a quote unquote racist president. That, that did uh, catch my mind a little bit. Yeah. Which is really weird is like, I was watching this comedy skit and this guy was making a statement. It was like, why do, why does gay pride, or gay people get a month in the summer, but black people get like a cold ass month in the middle. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's so true, bro. <laughs> and I like the joke of why is it black people get the shortest month out of the year? <laughs> why? I don't know. Why? <laughs> why? Why is it? There's twenty. February's the only one with twenty eight days, and, and black people get that month. I don't. I thought there was a uh, like. No, a... I don't, That's the question. <laughs> The unanswered question. That's my dark yeah. humor. Yeah, whoever made that fucking uh, month or made it Black History Month, you, know, you guys need to do better. Yeah. Maybe there's like an actual historical meaning behind it, and I'm just like an asshole. That's what I was it. thinking, <laughs> but but I don't, like I said, I'm dumb. I don't do research, so. Nope. Whatever comes out of my mouth comes out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe th that's the perception I want to give people, so like, if they know I'm dumb and don't do my research, maybe I can get someone educated on here. So at least they'll inform me exactly. and listen to the show. Because don't don't take anything from me as facts. Yeah, not, or personal. Not everything. Nothing, yeah. nothing that comes out of my mouth is facts or personal. So let's all just be happy and get along, please. So. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about, man? 
Bro, I don't. Oh, dude, did you hear about that Morgan Wallen thing? Morgan Wallen got yeah, quoted. yeah. I don't. Did you watch the video? No, I was gonna, but uh, he I was saw... sticking up one of his homies, man. It was just like you know, it comes out of the mouth every like he. It wasn't even that bad. I watch. I think he's quote unquote. Let me see what he said. I saw TMZ released it, and I'm like, TMZ likes to really twist yeah. shit around, so. Yeah, I figured it's not as bad as they're making it seem. That's what he said. He was, like, talking to one of his boys. He says, take care of this pussy-ass nigga. That's what he said. And I'm like, dude, how are you going to get canceled? He's talking, and some dude on TikTok. So he used the he used the A version, not the R version? Yeah. And I was like, bro, he's oh. talking shit. You know how we all, like, everyone says that shit. Everyone it's- says that And I hate people that are like, oh, he's got to be canceled. Fuck you and fuck your canceled culture, you pieces of shit. You yeah. blue... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think canceling him, maybe I just just because the world is sensitive now, I can see a suspension or something like that. But like an actual cancel and cutting up contracts and stuff like that, I think that's extreme. Yeah. Um and it and it goes back to the to like the color thing. Like I can see the statement I'm about to say where people's counter argument is, but I mean you look at rappers and shit like that, they say that. Like they're drinking water, and now yeah. granted it is their race, but at the same time, again going back to stop bringing it up, throw the race card away, and just let it be equal. Either use it and accept it, other people using it, or don't use it. And then when someone says it, then it's an issue. Yeah, exactly. you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, I heard like some guy on TikTok. Don't quote me. I don't know who it is, but he's like, if you guys are from Florida and you guys use the N word, y'all got like that with the A in it. It's like y'all got my full permission. Everybody from Florida. Should I use saw it. something about <laughs> that, too. and I was like, yo, you're right. It's like if you grew up in a public school system in Florida, you fucking deserve it, bro. You know you have so many <laughs> friends that use that shit, and it's just stupid, bro. Florida school systems, as bad as they might be, not as bad as Chicago, but some fucking good memories out in that shit <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god dude <laughs> i'm telling you public school systems where it's at high school was definitely something else and i think what really shocked me about high school the most was my parents and everyone were telling me like yeah like things change after high school like you're gonna lose like over half your friends oh bro they were so, so fucking right for me i was like bro i hang out with like five of the same people and then yeah. like half the people i see at fucking walmart or Publix, and i'm like Hey guys, how's it going? And then they're like, "Who the fuck is this kid?" Like, bro, you don't. I, I had you in fucking math class. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't believe. It. I was like, "There's no way." I was like, "My type group, like, we'll stay together." Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. That's what I thought, man. The day I walked across that stage, for that friends list, cutting in half. Exactly. And, like, and it's like, the fuck? nobody wants to reach out anymore. Everyone's scared to be the first one to reach out, which I don't have a problem with. I'll be, I'll reach out and I'll like tell you what I think or like whatever. It's like, I want to no, hang man. out and tell you, but like, but don't say, like, I hate people that just like, oh, they don't want to hang out because they don't talk to me. Like, bro, grow the fuck up and communicate, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes I still have all my yearbooks from like fifth grade. Like, I got one from fifth grade, sixth, eighth, and then senior year. And, uh, like, I remember one day in the summer I was going through like my fifth grade yearbook and I was like, damn, I remember this person. And I'd like try to find them on social media and then I'd send it to them. And they, some of them would be like, oh, that's pretty cool. 
like laugh at it some are like who the fuck are you some of them or even in high school like i'd go through like my senior year and like especially with my new instagram because my old one got hacked i was going through to see like all right who do i know who am i kind of close with who can i follow and then like some of them like that i used to be homies with like they didn't follow me back and my my profile is on public so they obviously have a fake name and a fake profile picture so i was like let me keep it on public so they see who the fuck i am and I'll reach out to them, and they'll be like, I don't know you. I'm like, wow, man, like, things really do change after high school. Yeah, it's that's how it always is. And people, you want to think it doesn't. And I told, when I was up in Rhode Island, I like, we were hanging out with these kids who were just about to graduate at this house party. And this was, like, a year ago. And I was like, guys, I was like, he's like, you got any advice for me? I was like, bro, after high school, like, make sure you reach out, because nobody else is going to yep. reach out. Yep. And, yeah. Our friends just gets cut in half. Cut. Yeah. Real quick. And then, like, it's weird, man. Getting older, the older you get, sometimes it's hard to make friends. And It is. And people, like, the thing about it is, like, when you get older and you're more outgoing and you try and make friends, dude, everybody thinks you're either fucking weird or... Um, yeah. And it's just like, bro, I'm not weird. I'm trying to trying break to the Trying to hit ice. on them like, or something. Yeah, like... Exactly. Like, when I go it's, out in town, like, you know... You're very outgoing. You, Matt, you're the one... Yeah, like, bro, when I first met you in the class, I was like, holy shit, this... Uh, I need to be more like Matt. <laughs> I need to... <laughs> like even if you don't want to hear you you're still being heard like i remember <laughs> there's girls over to the right when you first walked in they're like fuck this kid needs to shut the fuck up and then uh next thing you know you're fucking being like they're all laughing and everything it's funny dude everyone tells me that but i don't believe it but uh, uh dude when i get first got in the class uh you remember cory tall cory from yeah yeah, yeah. Behind us? he's like this dude this dude is comedic and then he started laughing, and I, the more I heard you, I was like, this fucking kid. I was like, you're talking about your gambling addiction? I was like, oh, fucking damn it. <laughs> hey, man, that, that professor had to come. He asked me what I did over the weekend, and I was I was letting him know. My favorite thing in that public speaking class was my mustache speech. Oh, dude, that shit slapped. And I'm telling you, like, everybody was waiting for it, because you told everybody about it, too. You're like, I'm doing the speech on the mustache. And everyone, I guarantee you, everybody in the class, because they're all tryhards. They're like, oh, I got to make a fucking really good speech and everything. And you're just like, fuck it. I'm going to do a mustache. And I guarantee you, what'd you get? Probably like a 99 or something like I that? did. I did. What What was oh. fucked about it was, you remember how we had to write like a four pages or whatever yeah. before our presentation? So I wrote four pages on fucking mustaches. And I got a 50 on that paper. <laughs> and I read the comments. I was like, there's no way. I fucking cited all my shit. It's four pages. There's no way. I read the comments, and that fucking professor was like, this is one big paragraph. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I just wrote four pages about mustaches, and you're going to tell me it's a one big paragraph? Oh, my God. But, yeah, that that slideshow, I still got it on my old computer. Dude, I'm telling you, that thing is good. You did. That was really good. I was like, damn. And, like, me, I was being, like, trying to get a good grade. I ended up getting an 87. I was like, bro, I fucking worked hard for this shit. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that professor was, like, the creative – probably the content wasn't there, but just the creativity and the the confidence to go up there and, yeah. and make a persuasive speech about <laughs> mustaches probably got me a lot of bonus points. He was probably like, this guy's got it. This guy's got what we need. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, back to making friends, man. Like, I'll go out – and my friends tell me I'm I'm the icebreaker of the group and And that's where you gotta be. Yeah, sometimes but I feel like I don't know if it's like Tampa or what, but like 
you know, if I'm looking for some guy friends and I like go up, it's either they think you're weird, guys will think you're weird, gay, or you're trying to fight. Exactly. One of those exactly. three. I'm like, man, like, why can't why can't I find some more homies to go watch yeah. football, hockey with, you know, play sports? Exactly. Like, like I'm a big beer league sports guy. Like flag football, rugby. Um, cornhole tournament. If I can find a partner, cornhole tournaments. Like I love doing those beer league type shits, and like you know, most of them are dude sport. I'm not against girls playing with girls, but it's like, okay, let me go out, find some dude friends who seem to be athletic, and it's yeah. like, either they're meeting a girl and they're they're intimidated by your presence and they tell you to back off, mm-hmm. or you know, you, you go up to a group of guys and be like, you know, what's going on, guys? Make a comment about. My favorite thing is wearing Hawaiians and either comment on a guy's Hawaiian or they make a comment to mine or like mustaches or whatever. And it's either they think you're a fucking weirdo or you're gay. Yeah. It's, it's... And then you go up, you go up to girls and now granted, like usually when I go out to bars, if the girl's hot, I'll talk to her, not approaching her to go sleep with her just to make conversation. Yeah. And you know, shitty on me. I'm probably not going to do that to a, a fat, ugly chick, but that's that's <laughs> kind of the asshole I am. But let's just say I go I go up to a pretty girl and I start talking to her and her friends. Well, they instantly think you're trying to get in their pants. No, that's not that's not the situation at yeah. all. Maybe I just I'm looking for some friends. Like when I played exactly. co co flag football, I remember I went up to these two girls. This was year and a half ago two years maybe and now granted i was trying to hit on one of them what well, went south well i was like hey do you want to play co-ed flag football and she was like i played flag football in high school and so like immediately right off there we like hitting it off on a friendly term and mm-hmm. i'm like why can't why can't it be like that like just because i approach you male or female yeah. doesn't mean i'm i'm hitting on you doesn't mean I'm trying to fight you or intimidate you or anything. Like, why can't we just be friendly? Anytime someone comes up to me, uh, bro, I'll have a conversation with anybody. And usually it involves my mustache or my Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) I'm glad you pinpointed those two right there. It it is. It is. And that's, I think that's why my friends really think I'm an icebreaker guy or I'm very outgoing because not a lot of people will, will rock a mustache especially like mine not i don't i don't think mine you got a good mustache yours like full on the sides mine's full in the middle i look like when i shave all this i look like a fucking 70s porn star my thing is uh it won't grow in the middle but i mean yeah it gets pretty thick and and i'll just be walking around mcdittens or even in public whatever and people will say uh like my tattoo artist when i first met him um he picked me up in a car and first thing he goes that's a bitchin mustache (laughs) it's like it's like thanks man so usually people will come up and say and i guess that helps break the ice too is you know mustache conversation some people say i like your hawaiian now i got a leg tattoo i've had some comments on that so i guess that's what helps me so you need a mustache hawaiian shirt and a fucking sick tattoo and you're in the game those three things (laughs) easy you got three conversation starters. The trio if, right there. If you can't hold conversation after those three things, you just you're fucked. <laughs> you're not meant to talk to people. Yeah. yeah. God. Well, 
we're getting up to 10 30 so i'm let you go man do you want to drop any uh handles for people to reach out to you yeah i mean if you guys like the pod like me being on here uh handle is parker purdue uh purdue is like the chicken not the university all one word um matt i appreciate you having me on here dude it's been fun as hell um I'm going to make sure I go share all this, and I appreciate you, man. Hell yeah, man. This great went, catching this up, went, too. Yeah, man. This went way better than I thought, and I'm glad you <laughs> came on. And if you want to come on any time, man, please reach out. If you know anyone, I'd be glad to have you guys. All right. I appreciate it, Matt. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, man. Take care. Yeah. See you, bro. <laughs> it is it.